the New World Order. direction to distract the American public and trick them into supporting more foreign intervention that will lead into a third world war. Um, so the defense contractors are getting paid, whether they're sending arms to Israel, you'll, you'll learn about more spending because they have to prop up the economy. Billions of dollars going to Israel, obviously. That's going to happen. And a new defense package for Israel. But meanwhile, they're also continuing, as you're distracted with what's going on in Israel, they're going to continue uh, funding Ukraine uh, under the noses of people. And, and, and the support for Ukraine is waning. And actually, with this little adventure that they're doing in, in the Middle East, you're going to see that the American public are going to sour even more on Ukraine. So this is this is not what they think is going to happen, but I, I I claim there are people waking up all over the place. So despite plenty of sheep being out there, um, you know, 
People are people are wising up finally. I don't believe what you hear, especially on uh, on the television. If you see something on the television, you should almost automatically think the opposite. All right, let's get into it. Ah! All right, starting right off here. Starting off here with Market Watch, excuse me. Uh, we know that Egypt had warned the Israelis three days prior, House Republicans says, of Hamas attack. And this isn't just by uh, Rep uh, Representative Michael McCall, chair of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, not backed by e Egypt or Israel. So he's claiming that this occurred and Egypt and Israel are denying that it even occurred. And this is why it appears on Market Watch. The original claim came out there, but we know this from some other sources as well. So that's why Market Watch is running the story here, is because what they're doing is trying to debunk it, and, and they really don't have uh, the wherewithal to do so. So the U.S. Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall addressing the weekend Hamas attack on Israel and the failure of U.S. and Israeli intelligence to anticipate the attack. We know that Egypt had warned the Israelis three days prior that an event like this could happen, McCall said, a Republican from Texas. We know that this has been planned perhaps as long as a year. And indeed, Hamas has even uh, reiterated that fact that they had been planning this for a year. I don't want to get too much into classified details, but warning was given. I think the question was at that level. Um, the fact of the matter is, is they're going to go back and forth and discuss and, and go out, come out in the media. How did this happen? How did this intelligence failure happen by one of the most uh, elite intelligence organizations, the Israeli Mossad and the CIA both missed it? How did this happen? It's a whoopsie. It's not a whoopsie, and you'll see more and more information come out that people were aware that, just like on 9-11, people were aware that the event was going to take place. Now, Barron's reports, U.S. support for Israel, Ukraine, top priority is according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Top priorities for whom? The U.S. Secretary... Uh, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said Wednesday that providing support to Ukraine and Israel are absolute top priorities for the United States. The government of the United States, not the people of the United States, and she expects bipartisan support despite political upheaval in Congress. Well, if the Congress is actually there to represent the electorate, then no, they're not top priorities. Military and economic support for Ukraine, along with the resources for Israel, are our absolutely top priorities for the Biden administration. Well, there you go. That just says it all. So the Washington Free Beacon is also reporting U.S. taxpayers sent more than $400 million to Gaza since Hamas takeover. So that's been several decades. The, you know... The United States invested more than 400 million taxpayer funds on development projects inside the Gaza Strip since Hamas took over in the territory in 2007, according to the government funding documents. The U.S. Agency for International Development, USAID, a front for the CIA, the State Department's humanitarian arm, okay, 
reported spending some $400 million on various development projects in the Hamas-controlled territory since 2009. U.S. funding in the Gaza Strip has taken on a renewed significance since Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel over the weekend that has killed more than 1,000 and wounded many more. While U.S. said, said the money goes toward humanitarian assistance, lawmakers and analysts have warned for some time that American investments in the territory could be stolen by Hamas and used to fund its terrorism campaign against the Jewish state. Hamas' uh, strict control over the territory means that aid groups operate within its confines. When Joe Biden took office in 2021, the United States began pumping millions into the Palestinian territories. Including the Gaza Strip, America spent at least $5.5 million in Gaza, cash assistance and healthcare programs, as well as donating $90 million to the United Nations organizations that operates in the area. It doesn't matter, as, with, as was said with Tehran, is cash, money is uh, fungible, which means you might have to use money for humanitarian aid, and even if that's audited, that that money can displace other monies that can be used for military or terrorist funding. And as I said yesterday, is that just shows that here on one hand, Janet Yellen says the Biden administration's support of Israel is top priority. Okay, but they're also sending money to Hamas. So as I said yesterday, they're funding both sides. And as you can see in the media, they're covering both sides. Oh my God, the poor people of uh, Gaza are being bombed by Israeli defense forces to anger the left or the supporters of Palestinian independence. On the other hand, they show or report on stories where grandmothers' throats were slit by Hamas and the images were sent to the family or whatever. So enraging the other side. It's, it's the same thing. And the Rothschilds started doing this way back um, in the 19th century, in the early 19th century. So I just, this is from Gray Dynamics. I just wanted to show you this here. A guide to front organizations' role in intelligence operations. A guide to front organizations' roles in intelligence operations. This was uh, written by Allison Baddeley of this year, May of this year. Front organizations or groups or entities formed to conceal the true identity or agenda of the individuals or groups behind them. Their goals are political, social, or criminal to create a false sense of legitimacy, independence, and public support. The front organizations are important because the ability to deceive and control public opinion and engage in activities that would be possible under the real identity or goals. It's important to understand the natures and methods to detect and counteract disinformation campaigns, propaganda, and criminal activities that may threaten democracy, human rights, and public safety. So this is from Foreign Policy Magazine. This is the magazine of the uh, Council of Foreign Relations. And this was written some time ago by Catherine Tawick, April 3rd, 2014. Cuban Twitter and other times, USAID or USAID pretended to be an intelligence agency's foreign governments have long accused the U.S. Agency for International Development of being a front for the CIA or other groups dedicated to their collapse. In the case of Cuba, they appear to have been right. 
In an eye-opening display of incompetence, the United States covertly launched a social media platform in Cuba in 2010, hoping to create a Twitter-like service that could spark a Cuban spring, what, like an Arab spring, and potentially help bring about the collapse of the island's communist government. So yeah, USAID is a front for the CIA. And front groups operate independently, so they may have some legitimate operations, but the intelligence operatives can move in and out of these organizations freely to conduct operations, what have you. It's the same thing they do with Operation Mockingbird with the media. They just have a standing agreement and the CIA puts in reporters that are actual agents, propaganda agents, or they put push stories, or they push people in or take people out or move things around. It's not that the opposite, uh, that the whole operation is, is you know, f- of crawling with CIA agents and they operate at every level of the organizations. That's not how it works. The organiza- front organizations actually have a degree of legitimacy, but, you know, you can, there's an agreement that, you know, the CIA comes in or there are no questions asked when new people show up to do certain jobs. So the Wall Street Journal is reporting U.S. announces new military aid for Ukraine as obstacles mount. Yeah, the obstacles are uh, U.S. public opinion that people are tired of this. It was always like, oh, we're going to help the Ukrainians. And then, you know, people start understanding that the, the truth of the history of Ukraine, you know, starts to seep through the cracks. And that the fact is, is that Russia was protecting their strategic interests That's all. And um, they only wanted a limited incursion, as Biden said they could have, to protect their strategic interests in Sevastopol in the Crimea. So they wanted a buffer zone. The only reason they launched a, a strike from Belarus towards Kiev is to tie up defense forces. It's just a strategy. They weren't they weren't really interested in taking Kiev at all. It was a feign, if you know anything about military strategy. So Zelensky meets with Western defense chiefs as debates in Washington raise doubts over future funding for Ukraine. Of course, because if if representatives and senators are actually representing the electorate, the electorate doesn't want to spend any. We have a spending crisis. Debt is at crisis levels. Why are we sending money to a corrupt government to do what? You know, in a war that we provoke. And as I stated earlier, same thing is happening in Israel. I mean, when are people going to wake up and learn that the everything is instigated? There's no whoopsie. There's no things that just manifest themselves out of thin air. There's always cause and effect. They hate us for our freedom. You mean the left, <laughs> not the terrorists. I remember hearing that from George W. They hate us for our freedom. You know, the left does, ideologically. Uh, Newsweek is reporting China's state media accused of spreading anti-Israel disinformation. This is more, um, you know, this is more tweaking in the nose of trying to get the right-wing hawks to get on board. You know, the anti-China sentiment is going to get on board with, with Israel. It's just more propaganda, uh, particularly from Newsweek. I mean, they do report, but a lot of the information they're given is from the security apparatus. 
A rut now the New York Times reports a Russian town where the war dead were everyone's neighbors. The contradicted uh, contradictions of Vladimir Putin's war changing the face of towns with military bases in Russia. Patriotism and pride are abundant, but so are sadness and death. Ukraine has lost hundreds of thousands. Russia has lost tens of thousands. It's significant amount. I think it's approaching or over a hundred thousand right now. That's a significant amount. I mean, the United States hasn't seen that that many war dead in a long, long time. You know, over 50 years for sure. So the Russians are, are facing losses, of course, uh, but it's nowhere near the staggering amounts of war dead in Ukraine, which is hundreds of thousands. I mean, they're 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 running out of people. They're sending people in the in the into the meat grinder because Ru- Russia is not a backwards nation. They're very sophisticated military. Uh, they have a very sophisticated military, and they're holding back because they do not want to show their cards, particularly their more advanced, technically advanced weapons, um, and their um, most mostly trained, most effective fighting forces, ground forces are being held back to defend the motherland, Russia itself, in case NATO decides to press inward. Um, But their defenses in Ukraine are very sophisticated as well. That's why the great offensive by Ukraine didn't turn out to be anything. All right, moving on to U.S. politics. Steve Scalise picked as GOP speaker nominee but struggles to lock down votes to win the gavel. This is uh, defections from the Republican never-Trumpers. Both these guys, Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise, are not acceptable to the establishment Steve Scalise uh, voted uh, not to certify the election, so he's an election denier, according to Maggie Brennan on Face the Nation. Um, And this whole dust-up about Jim Jordan, when he was at Ohio State, there's some, oh, that he didn't support, you know, Me Too, or there was something about sexual assault, you know, 50 years ago or something. It's, it's, It's unclear, but as... uh. Not Nancy Grace, Nancy Mace, Mace, um, Representative Mace from South Carolina said, uh, neither of these people have been indicted for anything. So it's just, you know, slinging mud at people. Both these people are are great congressmen and uh, they deserve a shot at the speakership. And if you don't put up, if you don't vote for somebody that's, that's acceptable to the Freedom Caucus or the Liberty Movement, um, you're not going to get anybody in there. And so the Democrats have the power to disrupt things, but the problem is not the Democrats, it's the establishment Republicans with their thumbs up their asses. These people got, the establishment Republicans have to be eliminated from the Senate, and but it's a tricky thing from the Senate and, and the House, but it's a tricky thing because you need the majority, but you certainly don't need these war hawks that are in the pocket of the defense contractors, the defense industry and whatnot. Mediaite reports CNN's Casey Hunt calls Steve Scalise's speaker nomination embarrassing for Trump because Trump supported Jim Jordan. Well, so did Nancy Mace. So lots of people did. It's not embarrassing for Trump. Trump likes Steve Scalise. I like Steve Scalise. I think he's beyond reproach. But he's an election denier. 
Yeah. If you look at the numbers, if you look at the data, it was Joe Biden's impossible win, it should be called in 2020. He beat all the odds and overcoming a last minute surge of hundreds of thousands of ballots. Axios reports House GOP shutdown changes its own rules on speaker nominee. Right, they tried to change the rules uh, needing one vote to vacate. The, those are staying in. Because it's a time here where there's a slim majority that the Freedom Caucus and, and the Liberty Movement have a chance to exact some uh, power. And you see that coming from Matt, Matt Gates. And more recently, the Washington Post reports Republicans failed to coalesce around speaker choice, leaving House in limbo. Well, it's not. They make it, oh, the Republicans are dysfunctional. It's the establishment Republicans who are basically part of the uniparty and they want the same thing as Democrat. The Democrats do. And it's just, it is really ridiculous. The fact that the Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell, failed to support Senate candidates uh, in the 2022 election and we lost the ability to, not only that, but they failed to look at Robert Epstein's discoveries that Google searches also eliminated the chances of Republicans winning. So it's really, it is a conspiracy in the Republican Party, in big tech, also the Democrats and uh, funny ballots, not to mention funny voting machines. I mean, they pull out all the stops. Washington Post Mitt Romney urges his donors to coalesce behind one challenger to Trump. Yeah, because it can't be Trump. Why can't it be Trump? He's terrible. He used the word pussy. Come on. That's all I get from people. You want a president who uses the word pussy? <laughs> sure. The Washington Post, Trump or Jesus, why he casts himself as a martyr and why fans go along. No, he's not a martyr. He's risking everything to represent what the American people want. Oh, that's democracy. That's that's Republican government. And most people, there are people out here who don't know the difference between what a Republican government is and the Republican Party. You know, a political party and the term are two different things. It's like there's the Democratic Party and there's democracy. And democracy is a process in which you elect representative government. It's not a type of government. The, you could use it to describe a type of government that uses the democratic process to elect representative government, which is Republican government. AFP is reporting Salvadoran troops besiege two cities and hunt for gangsters. So El Salvador, uh, they're loving this right-wing guy. And I know the history of El Salvador. So saying right-wing and Salvadoran troops is a scary thing because people know the School of the Americas and the atrocities done in El Salvador. But this is more a populist movement. Um, I tend to draw the line where uh, troops, army troops go house to house looking for bad guys, um, especially if without a warrant. I mean, that's, in the United States, we have um, measures against this. So, I have tacit support for this for now because uh, El Salvador was overrun by MS uh, MS-13. 
Um, and it, they should really do the same thing um, in Brazil. But you can't now because Lula's in there and everything has changed. Uh, the Washington Post, Washington Post cuts follow rapid expansion unmet revenue projections. Um, Washington Post sucks. Uh, they are Operation Mockingbird. Um, they're in the pocket of the CIA and that's the only reason they exist. Um, newspapers in general can't raise their ad revenue to support news gathering operations. That's always, that was the, the whole thing when I was in media too. They don't want to pay people to do news gathering. They don't really want you to gather news. They just want to write for the establishment. So it's easy to write. The authorities say, blah, blah, blah. You know, they don't want to go out. And there was a time where they would, you know, pay a reporter and a photographer to go out for months to uncover the, cover an in-depth story. They don't they don't do that anymore. If you can't write it up or go cover the story in an hour, um, it's unlikely that it'll ever ever, ever see uh, the light of day. Washington Post also reports flawless or fake. Google's AI now fixes smiles. Godfather of AI, ex-Google researcher, AI might escape control by rewriting its own code to modify itself. True. That's why a lot of experts always agree that it could be the end of humanity because AI will uh, self-preserve, self-replicate, and self-improve. And so once it's turned loose, you don't have to have somebody to write code to make it smarter. It'll make itself smarter. The Byte reports Microsoft lobotomizes Bing's image-generating AI. Bing's AI guardrails are better, kind of. Uh, basically, it turned out that um, AI was going crazy. Uh, there's a kind of psychosis. Uh, it trying to meet its demands um, was coming up with very disturbing images. Not surprising. For me today, Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, and share the podcast. Check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism. You can also find the audio podcast on Substack and at my website, rudysrevelation.com. Don't forget you're under attack psychologically, biologically. Don't buy into picking a side in this Hamas-Israel thing. It's just a way to get you to acquiesce for the U.S. government to spend billions more on foreign intervention, whether it's in Israel or Ukraine or wherever, uh, and spark a third world war. And uh, there's some interesting information coming out about Albert Pike and the Freemasons and their prediction of three world wars. Uh, you should check that out. I think it was a Greg Reese piece uh, in, on Infowars. It, it's worth a look in any case. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation. Like I said, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below and share the podcast. See you tomorrow. Rudy's Revelation.